Hello and welcome back to season two of the PBWF, the Pipe Bomb Wrestling Federation, the fantasy booking show presented by the Pipe Bomb Wrestling Podcast. This is week five. So glad you're with us. I'm your host, your moderator, your Sean Ross Sapp, if you will, Tyler Peters. The guys are here as well. It's the fallout from the first ever pay-per-views for season two that would be addicted to pain and ground zero. We are joined by the leader of the Warzone brand, Chris Belcher, and the leader of the Mayhem brand, Andy York. Fellas, how are we doing today? Oh, I'm feeling good coming off the pay per view. I'm, I'm, I got energy. I'm feeling excited. And I'm, I'm ready. It's the the fallout, the aftermath, and the go home. Those are our two yeah. that we always say yeah. is the best ones to book. So, ladies and gentlemen, buckle your seatbelts because this one's going to be fun. Yeah. Um, if you're just now checking this out and you're wondering what the heck are we doing, this is our fantasy booking podcast. We do have a current product podcast available on another feed, the Pipe Bomb Wrestling Podcast. But if you're stumbling upon us here, thank you so much for doing that. Follow us on social media at PBW Podcast, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Subscribe to this feed. Give us some feedback. We would appreciate it. Right, Tyler? Because Tyler can't be the only yeah. one give us some, giving yeah. us feedback. Sean Ross Sapp's yeah, got the so scoops, correct. you know? Yeah, Sean Ross Sapp, actually, from Fightful, the, the real deal, was telling me, hey, I, I want to get feedback on the Pipe Bomb Wrestling <laughs> podcast, and by goodness, he's going to do it. That's right. Because, I, I, you know, he, he owes me money, or at least I owe him some. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, check out this show. It's, it's fantastic. Seriously, it's wonderful. And I, I love what these gentlemen are doing. So uh, your, your feedback is appreciated. But, hey, I think without further ado, I'm your moderator, your host, whatever you want me to be. So let's not waste <laughs> any more time. But we do have the time limits back. So we've got 30 minutes for each of you. Andy got to start with the pay-per-views from our last episode. So Chris will be going first. So once they get the timers ready, it'll be time for the Warzone brand to get things started for us. All righty. 30 minutes on the clock. Let me get this music queued up here. And the war zone will get going. to the fallout from ground zero this is Warzone. i'm tom hannafin alongside Corey graves and cory what a show we have tonight a celebration for our new evolution champion we will hear from christian and the major players regarding their actions at the pay-per-view tag titles on the line two fatal four-way matches to determine randy orton's next contender one of those matches is going to kick off the show right now Here we go. We found out at the pay-per-view that Seth Rollins would be one of the participants in the Fatal 4-Way matches. But we don't know who the other participants are going to be, so I guess we're all going to find out together. Uh-oh. Here comes the Rebel Heart, Johnny Gargano. 
who's had some excellent matches so far on Warzone. We'll see if he can take it to the next step. Oh, okay. A man who is normally known as a tag team wrestler, but getting a big opportunity here. It's the Swiss Superman, Cesaro. And the final participant is the almighty Bobby Lashley. All right, what a match this is going to be to kick us off here this week. Gargano and Cesaro pairing off here. Seth and Lashley on the other side. Remember, no DQ in these matches. One pin gets it done, and you advance the next week. Gargano and Cesaro trading shots back and forth. Cesaro off the ropes. Gargano goes for a drop kick. Cesaro catches the feet, looking for the big swing. But Gargano flips over, shoots Cesaro through the ropes to the outside. Lashley picks up Rollins for a power slam. Rollins goes out the back, charges at Lashley, but he backdrops him over the top to the outside as well. Lashley turns around. Gargano goes for a crossbody. Lashley catches him, stands him up on his feet, turns him around, going for the hurt lock, but Gargano escapes, tries to roll him up, but Lashley goes off the ropes. Uh, Rollins grabs Lashley's ankle, trips, and pulls him to the outside of the ring. Lashley and Rollins going at it. Cesaro trying to get in the mix. Johnny Gargano flies through the ropes. Tope Suicida taking out all three men as we crash to our first commercial break. We are back. This has been an incredible match so far. Bodies flying everywhere. All four men still on the outside of the ring. Uh, they fought there throughout the whole commercial break. Cesaro has Gargano, swings him by his feet into the barricade. Rollins jumps off the barricade. Lashley catches him in midair, back first into the ring post, and then a running power slam on the floor. Lashley and Cesaro both turn around. They see each other on the outside of the ring. They roll to the inside. The crowd starts buzzing. These incredibly strong individuals about to hook it up. They start trading blows back and forth. Lashley goes to pick Cesaro up. Cesaro escapes behind, going for a German suplex. Lashley blocks it. He's able to go behind. He's got the hurt lock locked in. Cesaro trying to find out, fight out, but he is getting weak. Down to a knee, fading quickly. The ref holds his hand up once. Twice, but Cesaro keeps it up the third time. The fans are willing him on. Cesaro looks right at the hard cam, seemingly is hulking up, and he breaks the hurt lock. Cesaro gets out of the hurt lock. He picks Lashley's legs. Big swing. He gets 10 rotations, and then he slaps on the sharpshooter on Lashley. Rollins gets in the ring. He hits the stomp on Lashley. Gargano is in. Super kick on Cesaro. Rollins goes to pin Lashley, but Gargano quickly breaks it up. Gargano goes to put the Gargano escape on Lashley, but Rollins with a super kick. Sorry, lands a super kick on the back of the head. Seth picks up Johnny going for the buckle bomb. Johnny escapes from behind, rolls up Rollins. Rollins rolls through. Gargano, insecurity to the head. Gargano now on the apron going for one final beat. Rollins blocks it. Sets Gargano on the top turnbuckle. Seth going for a superplex, but Lashley and Cesaro both recover. They grab both legs of Rollins. Tower of Doom spot. The crowd is going crazy. All four men down as we take our next commercial break. We are back. Conclusion of this one. Rollins and Cesaro are trading blows in the ring. Through the ropes, Johnny Gargano slingshot spear taking both guys out. He grabs Cesaro. Tornado DDT from the second rope. 
Rollins goes for a super kick. Johnny catches the foot, swipes the other foot, turns Rollins over. Gargano escape is locked in, but from behind, Bobby Lashley just snatches Gargano up, puts him <laughs> in the hurt lock. Johnny trying to found a fight out of it, even tries to kick his feet off the top rope, but Lashley just does not go down. Johnny is fading, but here comes Cesaro. He grabs Lashley by the waist. Don't tell me. He can't do this. Cesaro picks them both up. Double German suplex. But Gargano flips over, lands on his feet. Cesaro turns around. Double super kick by Gargano and Rollins, taking Cesaro to the floor. Lashley staggers up. Double super kick that rocks him. Another double super kick doesn't take him down. Rollins and Gargano hit the ropes. Double spear by Bobby Lashley. He pins Gargano. One, two. Cesaro pulls Gargano out of the ring to break the hole, but before Lashley can get up, stomp by Rollins. The cover. One, two, three. Seth Rollins gets it done here. Cesaro tried to slide in the ring, but he wasn't able to break it up. Seth Rollins wins the first of two Fatal 4-Way matches. Right place, right time, as we head to commercial break. All right, we are back. It is time to hear from the man that made his emphatic return to Warzone at the pay-per-view. Here comes Christian alongside the major players, Matt Cardona, Brian Myers, Chelsea Green and Smart Mark Sterling. The Intercontinental Champion, Matt Cardona, has the microphone first. And he says, Edge, just when you thought you had us beat, just when you thought you had the advantage, the tables have turned. If you thought... I'm trying to talk here. Edge... If you thought you had problems with the major players, think again. Because now you're going to have even more problems at the hands of the Christian Coalition. <laughs> Christian laughs and he says, That's right. Edge, you're so gullible. You're so weak. You thought our friendship meant something to me. But guess what? I worked you just like I worked everyone else. Edge, you want to know why I didn't show up at the end of the line? It's because you're not worth it. But I'm back. And I've got the major players at my side. And now with the coalition at full strength. Wait a minute! They can't... Is Edge really here? They're looking at the entranceway, but from the crowd, Edge comes and he starts swinging a steel chair. He hits Brian. He hits Smart Mark. Christian and Chelsea slide out of the ring to get out of there. Edge hits Cardona with a spear. Hits Myers with a spear. Edge is here. He wants revenge. He's got his former best friend in his sights. We have to take a commercial break, ladies and gentlemen. But we will be back with the tag team titles on the line. All right, we come back. We see Randy Orton walking through the backstage hallway, and he enters Triple H's office, but he sees Shawn Michaels sitting at the desk. <laughs> Orton says, where's Hunter? Shawn says, he's not here tonight. He's away taking care of some business. He asks Randy if there's something he can help him with, and Randy says, you know, Shawn... Me, 
you and Hunter, we go back a long way, and I really don't like how you guys have been treating your star world heavyweight champion. I think I've earned the right to choose my opponent for the title, not some stupid fatal four-way. Sean says, well, Randy, I'm, I'm sorry you feel that way. Look, coming off your match at the pay-per-view, we at least gave you the night off tonight. Thought you'd appreciate that. But, you know, coming in here the way you are, you're not going to have the night off next week, though. Next week, you're going to have a match against Shinsuke Nakamura. Now, please, leave the office. I've got stuff I need to do as we cut to the ring. It is now time for the tag team titles. These guys headed to the ring with purpose, not happy with what happened at the pay-per-view, falling in defeat to the club. But they still have a championship opportunity here. The Authors of Pain, of course, accompanied by JBL. And of course, they're coming to the ring by Chavo Guerrero. Here come the tag team champions. Penta El Cedo Miedo and Ray Phoenix, the Lucha Brothers. All right, here we go. Looks like Akam and Penta are kicking us off here. Penta starts with a martial arts kicks and chops, trying to get the big man down. Penta off the ropes, going for a sling blade, but Akam catches him on his back, and he just flips him over onto the mat. Akam goes for an elbow drop, but he misses. Goes for another one, misses again. Penta with repeated kicks now tags in Phoenix. Phoenix springboard, but he's caught big boot in midair. Penta with a big insecurity that rocks Akam, but Razor's in. Big clothesline that turns Penta inside out. Akam goes to hit Phoenix, but Phoenix grabs the wrist, delivers a few chops, going for that triple jump arm drag, but Razor catches him on the ropes. Big spine buster, followed by a big splash. Razor picks up Phoenix. Akam's got Penta. Super Collider Powerbomb. The cover one, two, three. And just like that, we have new Warzone Tag Team Champions. The AOP showing their dominance here tonight. Chavo gets in the ring to check on the Luchas, but he eats a big clothesline from JBL, nearly taking his head off. These guys are unstoppable. We have got to take a commercial break, ladies and gentlemen. All right, we are back from commercial break. We see a cake, balloons, and photographs in the ring. Shawn Michaels is also there, and he introduces the first ever PBWF Evolution Champion, Liv Morgan. Liv makes her way to the ring, all smiles here. Sean gives her a hug, gets out of the ring. And Liv says, you know, I was passed up in the draft and all the signing periods last season. So when my name got called to come to the Warzone brand, I knew I had to make a statement. I knew I had to leave no doubt that I deserved that spot and that I deserved to be here. So last week at Ground Zero, I made the most of what I was given and became the first ever Evolution Champion. And I'm making a promise to all the fans here tonight, and I'm sending a message to all the wrestlers in the back 
that I will be a fighting champion. I'm going to bring this new title to prestige. And if you don't believe me, just watch me. Uh-oh! Wait a minute! Here comes the queen! Charlotte Flair! We have just learned that Charlotte has re-signed with the Warzone brand. Charlotte has a mic and says, Listen, Liv, I respect everything you just said. I truly do. But when it comes to evolution, no one embodies evolution more than the queen. Nobody has brought those titles to more prominence than the queen. And nobody has transcended this business, flipped it on its head like I have. So since you're such a fighting champion, and since you sent that message to the Warzone locker room, and, and since I have just re-signed my contract here, how about you and me for that title right here, right now? The crowd is in a frenzy here. Liv says, get me a ref. You're on. Looks like we are going to see the first title defense of the Evolution Championship when we come back from this commercial break. We are back. This one got underway during the break. Liv Morgan with an impromptu defense of her newly won championship against Charlotte Flair making her surprise return. It's been back and forth, but Charlotte's showing a little bit of ring rust. Liv able to take advantage. Liv has Charlotte staggered into the ropes, going for oblivion, but Charlotte holds on to the ropes and hits Liv with a Uranagi-looking backbreaker. Charlotte going for the figure eight. Liv kicks her off, center to the outside of the ring. Charlotte quickly back in. Liv shotgun dropkick driving Charlotte to the corner. Liv follows it in with repeated forearm shots. Liv off the ropes. Big Hurricane Rana. She shoots Charlotte to the buckle. Now sits her on the top rope. Liv charges in, leaps up, code breaker, springboard code breaker. My goodness, what a move. The cover, one, two, shoulder up, so close. Charlotte sells up to the ropes. Liv going for oblivion again, but Charlotte moves. Liv gets tangled up in the ropes. Charlotte rolls her up. Now one, two, Liv kicks out, but Charlotte keeps hold of the leg. She locks in the figure four, and, and Charlotte bridges up into the figure eight. Liv is fighting, chopping Charlotte on the leg, but Charlotte is not budging. Liv is forced to tap out. We have a new evolution champion. Here on Warzone, Charlotte has captured the championship. What a turn of events. Liv is laying in the corner, so frustrated at herself. Charlotte offers her hand to help Liv up, but Liv just rolls to the outside and is sitting up against the ring. Charlotte is our new champion as we take another commercial break. All right, ladies and gentlemen, last week we saw the strange in-person debut of Malachi Black. We're still not sure what happened with Damian Priest. However, we understand that we're going to take you right now to this video package from Malachi Black. We see a dimly lit room with candles all around. 
We see a figure sitting in the floor with a black sheet covering him. And into the dim light steps Malachi Black. He says, last week, even though I revealed myself in front of the world, I still don't feel like I'm ready. The sins that were committed with the worldly eater have caused great harm, have caused me to be weak. But our past isn't a crutch. It's an arrow. It's an arrow shot with purpose. I've been given that purpose to make the house stronger. Because when the house gets stronger, I get stronger. And when I get stronger, he gets stronger. And although I might not be strong enough yet, I will not question the instruction that I've been given, but rather appreciate its blessing no matter how destructive it is. He takes off the sheet to reveal Damien Priest sitting in the floor with his very similar eye paint to Malachi. Malachi says, and now our priest has come. Now our priest makes us one step closer to the revelation of the black widows. And next week, it's one step closer to that revelation because violence is part of human nature. And the devil insists that I inflict that violence on the war zone. We cut to a backstage shot of Liv Morgan watching that video on a monitor as she's coming back from her match. Kayla Braxton tries to stop her to ask her about what happened in the ring. Liv stops. She stares at Kayla and walks away as we head to commercial break. We are back. It is now time for our main event. But before we get there, I want to let everybody know coming up next week will be the singles match between Seth Rollins and the winner of our main event. Speaking of our world champion, Randy Orton will be in action against Shinsuke Nakamura. And as you just heard, it is official. Next week, we see the in-ring debut of Malachi Black, which should be quite interesting. But that is next week. Let's focus on right now. It's main event time. Here comes the first participant in this fatal four-way match. The man who lost at ground zero. Looking to stay in the title hunt. It's the American Nightmare. Cody Rhodes. You think you know me. All right. A man who we saw earlier tonight trying to get revenge on his former best friend. He also lost at ground zero, but in controversial fashion. So it looks like management has decided to give him another shot. Here comes Edge. The third participant in this match. He told Cody Rhodes a couple of weeks ago that he was coming for the World Heavyweight title. He's got a chance to take another step towards that tonight. The phenomenal AJ Styles. Wait a minute. What is this? Is JBL stepping back? No, wait a minute. He, he's not getting in the ring. He's wearing a suit. He's got a microphone. And he says, AJ Styles. As much as I would like to get in the ring and 
and really take it to you for what you did to me and our group the other night. I'm smarter than that. I'm, I'm enjoying retirement way, way too much. So here's what I'm going to do, AJ. I'm here to introduce you to the fourth man in this match, who just happens to be the newest acquisition to JBL Enterprises. And while I love each member of JBL Enterprises, this man is a shining star. In fact, most people would consider him a treasure, a national treasure, if you will. Are you kidding me? Nick Aldis is here on the Warzone brand. He's the fourth man in this matchup. Nick Aldis is making his way to the ring with JBL as we take a commercial break. What the heck? I'm shocked. We are back. The bell sounds. This one is underway. Nick Aldis rolls to the outside of the ring talking over strategy with JBL, but all of a sudden, he's not paying attention. AJ Styles, phenomenal forearm to Aldis on the outside. AJ turns around. Big clothesline from JBL. Remember, no DQ in this one. All of this is perfectly legal. Cody and Edge battling it out on the inside. Now, hockey fighting in the ring. Series of exchanges, drop downs, leapfrogs. Cody going for the O'Connor roll, but Edge kicks out. Edge charges, going for the spear. Cody catches him, flips him over. Crossroads! One, two. Nick Aldis is in, though, to break it up. A couple minutes go by. Cody has Aldis in one corner. AJ has Edge in the opposite corner. They look at each other. They shoot Edge and Aldis towards each other. Aldis with a leapfrog. Edge spears Cody. Now Aldis has AJ in the corner, exchanging chops back and forth. Edge charges in. Both Aldis and AJ out of the way. Edge eats the ring post. Edge turns around. Aldis picks him up. Michinoku driver goes for the pin, but Cody quickly recovers and breaks it up. Cody shoots Aldis off the ropes. Reversal. Aldis lowers his head. Cody drops down. Big uppercut. Aldis gets rocked. Big atomic drop from Cody Rhodes. Then a clothesline takes Aldis to the floor. Cody hits the ropes going for a tope, but AJ catches Cody with that beautiful drop kick from out of nowhere. AJ turns around. Execution DDT. Center of the ring. Aldis gets up on the apron, but Edge sees him. Huge spear through the ropes, taking Aldis to the outside. All four men laid out as we take our final commercial break. We, we are back here and at the tail end of this one. Edge is in the corner, lining Nick Aldis up for the spear, but from behind, Christian blasts Edge in the back of the head with a chair. We see the blood start pouring from the back of Edge's head. Aldis is staggering around now. Cody grabs him. Crossroads. He holds on. Second crossroads. Holds on again, going for the third. But AJ, phenomenal form on Cody Rhodes. He goes for the cover. One, two, shoulder up by Cody Rhodes. AJ takes Cody to the corner, sits him on the top turnbuckle. AJ climbs up with him. What's he thinking here? He's got Cody hooked. Avalanche styles clash. That should do it. But AJ sees Aldis starting to stir, so he doesn't pin Cody. He goes to the apron. He's looking for that phenomenal forearm. But from behind, there's Samoa Joe. He grabs AJ off the ropes or off the apron. Coquina clutch. 
The Good Brothers make their way out here, but there's AOP. It's a huge brawl while Joe has AJ in the Coquina clutch. The referee is distracted. JBL gets in the ring. He pushes Aldis on top of Cody. The ref turns around. One, two, three. Nick Aldis. What a crazy turn of events. The big assist from JBL Enterprises has set up Nick Aldis to face Seth Rollins next week for a shot at the World Heavyweight title. We will see you then. That was a great episode. My goodness. Uh, I like that Charlotte Flair won. I did not see that coming. A lot, you know, a couple title changes with AOP going over the Lucha Brothers. Uh, well done, Chris. Uh, that's been the portion concerning the Warzone brand. Uh, but, man, fantastic. I, I can't wait. Nick Aldis, ladies and gentlemen. Nick Aldis one hurts. Nick Aldis. Uh, Nick Al- I was yeah, planning yeah, on picking Nick. Nick. Aldis, yeah. I was planning on picking Nick up in a couple months. Nick was no, um, no more. Nick yeah. was one of my three surprise pickups in the draft. And... Tyler, correct me if I'm wrong. He may have been my first sure surprise pickup. To make sure, to make got sure I got him. <laughs> yeah. I believe I so. Right. I think Man. he was. Nick Aldis, One ladies and gentlemen. Wow. Pickups. Wow. Yeah, but a hey, great show. Hey, they have a portion of the war zone. Man, that surprising. Uh, you know, like I said before, Charlotte going over Liv, AOP going over the Lucha Brothers. Love the surprises. Love the title changes. And Malachi Black, what's going to happen with him? That's, that's intriguing. That's, so well done. The Malachi Black story is my favorite thing you're doing right now. Like I, I'm glad because I'm struggling. If I'm just being honest, it's hard. I'm it's, struggling. it's very hard, but I like the group that you are surrounding him with mm. like priest. And then, you know, teasing live. If she's going to join, if she's not going to join, you never really know. You probably do. Um, but like, I, I really, I really, really enjoy that. That was really good. What about Lucha's getting squashed? Yeah. Not a fan of that. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's AOP, but not a fan well, of that. I'd rather the Luchas than yeah, FTR. <laughs> no, with all due respect to uh, not to cut you off, gentlemen, with the Luchas, uh, talented team. But I, I got to say, I, I didn't mind it. I'm going to go with Chris's observation. They, they needed to get squashed. And, hey, with all due respect to Chavo, uh, anytime JBL gets a clothesline <laughs> somebody, I'm all for it. So. And, he got, and he got two. As soon as he entered the ring, I was like, Chavo's dead. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right. So, hey, uh, yeah, it's time to move on to the mayhem portion. So we got 30 minutes, and Andy, uh, we'll start with you. And uh, I I can't wait to see what Mr. Andy York's got in store for us for week five. Here we go, week five, 30 minutes on the clock. Andy, it is all you. All right. We start with an open shot of the parking lot as a stretch limo pulls up to the arena and the door slowly opens, and out steps L.A. Knight. And L.A. is on the phone and says, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I will take care of that right away, sir. Yes, we are looking forward to your arrival later tonight. Thank you, sir. As he hangs up the phone, Renee Paquette steps into frame and says, L.A., is, is the real general manager showing up tonight? You said he was. L.A. Knight says, excuse me? We are a team, so I am part of the general manager role. But yes, the big boss himself will be up late, or will be here. Will be showing up later tonight. And now, if you'll excuse me, I have an announcement to make. Yeah. 
We cut back to the ring, and Michael Cole says, Hello, everyone, and welcome to Mayhem. And we are coming off the hills of Addicted to Pain, where we saw the return of the 16-time world champion John Cena confront Roman Reigns. We saw the return of Asuka and Kevin Owens, but right now, let's send things up to Justin Roberts. Justin Roberts has a microphone, and he says, Ladies and gentlemen, I am contractually obligated to say, please welcome L.A. Knight. And L.A. Knight walks out and is just smiling ear to ear as he looks around and sees the crowd as they are letting him have it. L.A. Knight made his presence known last night to Chris Jericho. And he said he has an announcement for Chris Jericho and Kevin Owens after they seemingly are together, but we're not really sure what is going on. L.A. Knight gets into the ring, and uh, he's kind of sitting in and taking in the moment. And he's looking around, and he's just looking around. He says, "Oh." Thank you for this such wonderful and warm reception. I'm so glad to be here on Mayhem. Now shut up and let me talk to you. Our amazing general manager is on the way to be here with us tonight. So I expect everyone, and I mean everyone, to be on their best behavior. I'm talking to you cheapos out in the crowd, too. Yeah, you fatso. Anyways, listen, let me talk to you, especially you, Chris Jericho. Speaking of Jericho, why don't you and your little uh, buddy or enemy, we're not really sure what you are, come on out here and we can take care of some business that took place last week. And the man that made his return, Kevin Owens, is on his way out to the ring alongside Chris Jericho and the two men get into the ring and LA Knight kind of backs up a little bit and uh, uh, LA Knight, or Chris Jericho says, all right, LA, what do you want? And LA Knight says, well, Chris, I actually have some good news to share with you and your little sidekick there. You see, our general manager has given you two a championship opportunity tonight. So in the main event, you two will be facing the Usos for the PBWF Mayhem Tag Team Championships. And Chris Jericho and Kevin Owens are looking around at each other, and they're, they're smiling. But Jericho says, all right, L.A., though, what's the catch? And L.A. Knight says, catch? What, you don't trust me? And Jericho is shaking his head no, and he goes, smart man, here's the thing. If you lose tonight, our GM has a punishment for you, Chris, because you've been losing a lot. And since you keep running your mouth and getting in our way, he's going to make you pay for it. So if I were you, I would do anything it takes to win those championships tonight. If you can trust your uh, large friend over there. And Kevin Owens just kind of laughs and looks up and he looks at Jericho and he says, you know what, Jericho? He is right. It is hard to trust me. And Jericho kind of has a confused look on his face. But then Kevin Owens kicks LA Knight in the gut, drops him with a stunner. The crowd goes crazy. Both men bail from the ring. You heard it here, folks. The Usos will defend their championships against Jericho tonight. Plus, we will hear from Adam Cole and Mandy Rose. John Cena is here. But coming up next, we will see Finn Balor go one-on-one with Walter. We are back from commercial break. Backstage, we see the Bloodline pulling up in their SUV, pulling around the limo that LA Knight had parked there. 
Roman stops up before entering the building, and he goes, Jimmy, Jay, don't disappoint me again tonight. You got it? And Solo, I know you want to fight. So I talked with our good buddy, LA Knight, and he has guaranteed you a match tonight. A match that will remind everyone just how dangerous you can be. And a close-up sinister smile comes across the face of Solo Sokoa as we cut back to the ring. And the man that fell just a little short at Addicted to Pain, Finn Balor, is making his way out to the ring. Definitely banged up after that match last night, but his opponent cannot be in good spirits after losing his United Kingdom championship as Walter is making his way out to the ring, but he's he's got a microphone in his hand. And he says, you know something? Addicted to pain taught me a lot as he's standing on the stage. And he says, it reminded me a lot. Everyone is always against me. So maybe I needed some help. Mm. And well, help has arrived. Because we are back. And all of a sudden, wait a minute, that's Ludwig Kaiser and Giovanna Vinci. Imperium is here on Mayhem, and Finn Balor does not look too happy as Walter climbs into the ring, and he is in the ring. And right out of the get-go, Finn is trying to get the advantage any way he can, but Walter is just throwing his weight around. Uh, Walter has busted open the chest of Finn Balor with chop after chop after chop. Finn starts to mount a comeback. He hits a forearm and he hits another one. Finn goes for the sling blade, but Walter catches him in midair with a headbutt. Finn rolls out of the ring. Can Finn Balor get back in this match as we take a commercial break? We come back from break, and Finn Balor has Walter dazed on the top rope. Finn uh, lands heavy shot after, after heavy shot. He gets Walter standing on the turnbuckle somehow, and he drops him with an avalanche 19-16 from the top, but Finn Balor cannot make the cover. He slowly rolls to the apron, climbs to the top rope. He goes for the coup de gras, but Giovanni jumps on the apron to distract the official as Ludwig gets, jumps on the other side of the apron and crotches Finn Balor on the top rope. Walter is back up to his feet. Lifts Finn up from the top turnbuckle and power bombs him from the top while he just stands on the top rope. Walter smiles and hits a huge splash from the top rope. Covers Finn Balor. One, two, three. Walter gets the victory over Finn Balor tonight with the help of Imperium. These three men are going to be a force in this division. Wait a minute. This isn't on our schedule. And Bray Wyatt appears on the Titan Tron in the Funhouse, and he says, Hello, boys and girls. Welcome back to the Firefly Funhouse. Yay! And boy, don't we emphasize the fun here. I mean, just look what happened last week with Braun. He was so happy to see me in the crowd that he wanted to play tag with me and chase me. <laughs> Braun, listen, I know. I understand. I see it all. I see the hurt in your eyes. I see the pain you've gone through. Bron, you, you've been gone for so long. You've forgotten who you are. <laughs> you, you wanted to control your narrative, but you forgot who created your narrative. <laughs> Me. Oh, I made you, Braun. 
You are my creation, and you will join me again. I'll see you soon, my black sheep. Bye! As he waves, and we cut back to the commercial break. Oh, no, not yet. And we cut to commercial break. I wonder who's coming out next. We are back from break. Shock the system. And Kyle O'Reilly and Roderick Strong step out onto the stage. And they are joined by the new United Kingdom champion, Adam Cole Bebe, as he is making his way to the ring. And he gets into the ring and he says, who's ready for story time with Adam Cole Bebe? Tommaso Ciampa, you really are as dumb as you look. I mean... You even said it yourself. You've seen all this before. You've done all this before, and yet you still fell for it. But now, let's get down to the real business. No one wants to see this ugly United Kingdom championship, and he walks over and just throws the championship back up the ramp. He says what people really want to see is a truly prestigious championship. A championship with a long history, won by the best of the best and I'm now on that list. So, ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce to you the new United States Championship. And Finn Bal- or not Finn Bal- Adam Cole walks over and unveils the brand new U.S. Championship. And he says, I will hold this championship with honor, with pride, and no one will take this from me. Wait a minute. O'Reilly and Strong bell from the ring, and they stand at the bottom of the ramp. They are looking for Tommaso Ciampa, but from the crowd, Ciampa jumps the barricade, slides in, and he takes Adam Cole out with a knee, followed by fairy tale ending. All of a sudden, O'Reilly and Strong see what's going on. They hit the ring. Ciampa bails, though, jumps back through the crowd as they are furiously yelling at him. Tommaso Ciampa gets the upper hand on Adam Cole here tonight. As we cut backstage, we see Solo Sokoa making his way to the ring. His match is coming up next. We are back from break, and backstage, we see Adam Cole in the Undisputed Era bust into LA Knight's office, who is sitting there with a neck brace on after eating that stunner from Kevin Owens. And uh, Adam Cole says, did you see what happened out there? Champa can't be allowed just to do whatever he wants. I want you to put him in a match tonight with Roderick Strong. And LA Knight is like holding his neck and he says, look, Adam, I'm in a lot of pain right now. (laughs) So you know what? You've got your match. But now please get out of my office. As Adam Cole leaves and LA Knight puts an ice pack on his neck brace for some reason as he walks (laughs) away. We cut back to the ring. The enforcer of the bloodline. Solo Sokoa is making his way out to the ring. He is looking to get his first win here on Mayhem. And apparently he's got an opponent that is going to show just how strong he really is. Wait a minute. We have not seen Keith Lee in a long time as he is making his return here on mayhem the crowd is in an uproar and solo sokoa is just smiling from ear to ear because he finally finally gets to hurt someone 
Keith Lee gets into the ring. And both men start out with a test of strength, which quickly Keith Lee gets the advantage. Frustrating Solo. They start to go for another one, but this time Keith Lee or Solo Sokoa rocks Keith Lee with a forearm. Solo shoots uh, Keith Lee off the ropes. Or I'm sorry, Solo shoots off the ropes, but gets taken out with a shoulder tackle from Lee. Lee then is up and shoots Solo off the ropes. Drop down Leapfrog, takes him out with a drop kick, knocking him out of the ring. Keith Lee smiles, shoots off the ropes, and hits a tope con Hilo, taking Solo out. Can Solo get back in this match as we take a commercial break? We come back from commercial break, and during the break, Solo got complete control. Uh, he was able to send Keith Lee's shoulder first into the barricade, followed by face first into the ring post. He rolls Keith Lee back into the ring, but as he's trying to get back in the ring, Lee pops him up with a spirit bomb, covers him one, two, kick out. Keith is starting to set up for the Big Bang Theory, but Solo escapes out of it and hits a Dragon Sleeper suplex onto Keith Lee. But Lee no-sells it and takes Solo out with a running crossbody. Keith Lee climbs to the top rope. He goes for a splash, but Solo rolls out of the way, making Lee crash and burn to the mat. Lee staggers back to his feet and eats a spinning Solo from Sokoa. Solo screams, pulls Keith Lee up, and spikes him with the Samoan spike, covers him one, two, Three solo Sokoa gets the impressive win over Keith Lee here tonight by himself. And he is walking around the ring fired up. As we cut backstage, we see Roman Reigns watching this match in his locker room. And he's nodding his head at the TV. And he looks at Paul Heyman and he says, now that's how the bloodline handles business. And he looks over at the Usos and he says, boys, don't worry. You will get the win tonight. Everything is always under control as we cut to commercial break. We come back from commercial break. And the new women's champion is making her way out to the ring. Mandy Rose shocked the world at Addicted to Pain with a lot of help from Asuka. She is making her way out to the ring. She gets into the ring. And she says, I told everyone I was going to prove the doubters wrong. I stand here as your new women's champion. Now, it didn't happen the way I wanted it to. But the way I look at it, this championship is around my shoulder. And I wouldn't want it any other way. And here comes a very furious Becky Lynch. As she gets in, as she gets on the stage and she says, Mandy, 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 listen. You have to be the luckiest girl in the world, aren't you? I mean, you just happen to be in the right place at the right time. Now, I don't know what's going on with Asuka, and I don't know what her problem is with me, but if she wants a fight, she's got one. But I'll deal with her later because you took my baby from me. Actually, you stole it from me, and I want it back. So, we already have one championship match next week. Why don't we have another? And I've already talked to LA Knight, and he said it's official. Becky Lynch versus Randy, Mandy Rose for my women's championship next week. And Mandy Rose looks around and she says, you know what, Becky? That sounds good to me. I'll see you next week. And Becky is smiling on the stage. But from behind, Asuka's behind her and sprays her with the blue mist again in her eyes. Becky is rolling around on the ground in pain. And Mandy Rose is in the ring, looks confused. Officials are out here pulling Asuka off of Becky. What is going to happen? What is Asuka's problem with Becky Lynch? 
As we cut backstage, we see Finn Balor kind of limping his way through the backstage area when Renee Paquette walks up to him and says, Finn, you've had a tough start here this time around. What can you do to change all of this? And he says, you know, Renee, maybe it's time for me to go back to my roots. Maybe it's time for me to find my friend once again. So we cut back to the ring. Tommaso Ciampa is making his way out to the ring after getting in Adam Cole's head earlier tonight. They had demanded this match take place, and that is coming up next after our commercial break as the Undisputed Era are making their way. Tommaso Ciampa versus Roderick Strong is coming up after this break. And we are back from commercial break. This match got started during the break. Roddy is in complete control. Um, Roddy is just putting the boots to Champa in the corner. Uh, he pulls Champa up, goes for the Olympic slam, but Champa is able to reverse it into a DDT. Uh, Roderick Strong rolls to the apron, but Champa is on the quick attack, uh, attack quickly and drops Roddy with Willow's Bell. He's setting up for the fairy tale ending, but all of a sudden Kyle O'Reilly jumps on the apron, distracting him. Strong is able to roll him up, but he only gets a one count, but is able to hit the Olympic slam on Champa right after. He goes for the end of heartache, but Champa gets out of it and drills him with the fairy tale ending, covers him one, two. Kyle O'Reilly is in though to break up the pin. The referee calls for the bell. The two men just start putting the boots to Champa and beat him down. They go for the total elimination again, but Champa low blows Kyle O'Reilly, followed by hitting a leaping, a jumping knee on Roddy before bailing from the ring as Adam Cole jumps into the ring and he's running through the crowd once again. Tommaso Champa got the upper hand on the undisputed air, which Adam Cole cannot be too happy about. As we cut backstage, we see Mandy Rose walking out of the arena with her luggage when she is standing face-to-face with Rhea Ripley. And Rhea smiles and says, uh, good luck next week. I'll be watching. And I'm, on, I'm cheering for you as she slaps her championship cha- uh, title before pushing past her and shoulder-blocking her as we cut to commercial break. 11 minutes. Okay, we are back from commercial break. Roman Reigns is making his way out to the ring. We're not going to wait for his pyro tonight, but he is in the ring with the wise man, Paul Heyman, and he has a microphone. He says, last week, we had a lot of fun, didn't we? I mean, I embarrassed Okada so bad that he didn't even show up this week. But you know what? Jealousy is an ugly thing. I mean, all of you people have it for me, and it showed up at the end of Addicted to Pain, didn't it? Someone can't stand to see the spotlight without them. The 16-time world champion John Cena makes his way out to the ring, and he gets into the ring, and uh, Roman Reigns says, Speaking of jealousy, look who showed up. John Cena, you really want to step to me? And all of a sudden, Cena just grabs the mic from Roman's hand. He says, Roman, you talk way too much. Not everything is about you all the time. You want to know why I showed up to confront you? Not because of you. No, I needed to do this for me. You see, things haven't gone my way recently. I've had more failures than successes. And you know, I was there last week to support and watch a dream match just like everyone else. I was just in the back chilling. And all of a sudden, I heard you running your mouth. You kept talking about how you are the greatest of all time. You said no one is on your level. 
so I had to come out here and shut you up. But just remember this. I was on your level last week. I was on your level uh, just a short while ago. And now look where I'm at. And look how quickly things fall apart. I'm honestly proud of you, Roman. I'm proud that I was able to finally take a break and let you be the guy. You finally grew up to be man enough to carry a company on your back without me holding your hand the entire time. But now, I'm back to remind you that I am still the standard of pro wrestling. So you want to prove you're the best of all time? You do it by beating me. Drew McIntyre makes his way out to the stage, and he says, I'm, I'm sorry, John, but he won't have that chance because next week I get my shot at that PBWF championship, and I intend to take that championship from you. So, Cena, you will get your shot, but it will be me that you are facing, not him. And as for you, Roman, I had your number once before, but your little bloodline got involved. This time, they won't be able to save you from me. So I will see you next week. Roman Reigns is furious in the ring as he and the wise man bell from the ring. The Usos are still in the ring to defend their tag team championships next. Uh, we are we are back from break, and uh, Michael Cole says next week on Mayhem it is title Tuesday as not one but two championships will be on the line. Mandy Rose will defend her championship against Becky Lynch, and Roman Reigns will defend his PBWF championship against Drew McIntyre. Tommaso Ciampa will face Kyle O'Reilly. Plus, we will hear from Braun Strowman and John Cena. But right now, it is time for tag team championship action. As Kevin Owens makes his way out onto the stage and he points back and here comes Chris Jericho. He gets into the ring and Jericho and Jey Uso start this match off. Uh, We move forward in the match. Jey Uso has Jericho in the corner. He goes for a splash, but Jericho moves out of the way. Jey stumbles backwards and Jericho takes him out with a running bulldog. Jericho shoots Jay into the corner, into their corner, tags in KO. Owens is in the ring and starts putting the boots to Jay Uso. He runs over and knocks Jimmy off the apron to the floor. Jay comes running towards Owens, but he moves out of the way and he hits a jumping neck breaker, taking Jay out. Owens throws Jay out of the ring. He smiles, shoots off the ropes. He goes for a suicide dive to the outside, but Jimmy and Jay both take him out with super kicks. Who will walk away with the Mayhem Tag Team Championships as we take our final commercial break? We are back from break, and uh, Jimmy Uso is the legal is legal as the Usos have cut the ring off, isolating Kevin Owens. They just continue to beat him down. Jay tags in and climbs up to the top rope, goes for the Uso splash, but Kevin Owens gets his knees up. Both men are crawling to their corners, and they make the tag. Jericho gets the hot tag, comes in, and takes Jimmy out with multiple shots. He drop kicks Jay off the apron before hitting the lion salt, Jay is back in the ring, though, but so is Kevin Owens, who drops Jay with a stunner. Jimmy is slowly pulling himself up as Jared KO hit a Judas Effect um, hit a Judas Effect superkick combo. Jericho tags in Kevin Owens, who tags back in Jericho. KO climbs to the top rope and hits a frog splash. Jericho goes over and locks in the walls of Jericho. Jimmy Uso has nowhere to go. He is about to... Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Jericho and Owens face drop. Jericho relinquishes the hold. What is Vince McMahon doing here as he struts his way out to the stage with LA Knight behind him? 
uh, Vince McMahon just kind of gives a wave to Chris Jericho, who has relinquished the hold. Uh, KO looks like he has seen a ghost. Jay Uso rocks Kevin Owens, though, off the apron with a super kick. Jericho snaps back to reality, turns around, though, into the 1D from the Usos. They cover him one two, three. The Usos have retained with the help of the general manager, Vince McMahon. What is going on here? We need more answers on this. What is happening? Hopefully we will find out more next week on Mayhem. I can't believe it. Uh, Vince McMahon is back. He, I, we already the conspiracies is he's back in creative. Now Andy is mimicking this. He is it's not in creative. He is not in creative on my show. I can <laughs> promise you that. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, I, I just wanted to do it to, to mess with Andy. I, oh, I, I got to get that rebuttal. <laughs> Uh, but, yeah, I can't believe it, McMahon. I, I thought it was going to be Eric Bischoff and him hugging again. Come on. This is fresh. Oh, my goodness. I tell you oh, what. Get ready for the promos from his son-in-law. That's all I'm saying. I'm ready for it because I've got some in the, I've got some in the, in the canon, too. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That, that was a great portion. That was great. Really good. Bray Wyatt stuff is really, really good. Uh, I thought you popped me several times during that promo. That was great. Control your narrative. So good. The control your narrative stuff was, was amazing. It was so good. I like Oscar and Becky Lynch, too. I like what you're doing with that and Mandy Rose and Rhea as well. Kind of all that building up. Yeah. I'm still on the fence about it. About so, Mandy? I'll tell you how I feel about it later. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not quite sure yeah. yet. Watch how it pays off first before. <laughs> that's that's where I'm uh, reserving my judgment. So we'll see. Good stuff, though, man. Thank Very you. good stuff. Good show. Tyler, yeah, man, anything sure. to add before we sign it off? I'm just saying hey, I can't wait for uh, week six when we come back and return. Uh, this has been uh, unreal, incredible, as, as always. And, guys, I mean, that's all I've got to add. I, I, I think we've covered it. It's It's been another amazing uh, week of television. It's been a great show. I uh, hope you guys are digging what we're doing. Give us some feedback. We would appreciate it at PBW Podcast, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Um, for Mr. Tyler Peters, Andy York, my name is Chris Belcher. Subscribe to the channel on your way out. Thanks for hanging out with us. We will catch you guys down the road. <laughs>